Ah, got to try to get out of bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a, the morning sound of the day after Thanksgiving. I feel like stuffing right now. <laughs> Everywhere I go, the people really want to know who I is and who I be. They stop and stay when they see me. Uh, time to get on your fat pants. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hope you all had an amazing Thanksgiving. I hope you uh, a lot of a lot of you will probably have a little extra time off today, heading heading into the second lap of a four lap weekend. And uh, we hope you make it great. We thought today would be Paul, a great. <laughs> Paul, nobody has extra time off. This is dealership world. It's go time. No, baby. no, 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 no. <laughs> If you're on the retail side, yes. right, you're swinging away. If you're on the vendor side, you're not making podcasts and you're not checking this and that. Yeah, don't tell dealers that you're off today. No, you can still be. See, one thing that work from home has totally done is that the whole perception of in the office is gone. Just when you call somebody, you assume that they're probably home. Yeah, they're probably available and they're probably home. Like you have companies like. Car, I mean, you think like cars, I think they're 100% virtual still. Wow. Yeah. I think they're 100% virtual. I don't know if they'll ever go back. I don't know if a lot of us will. But yeah, I mean, it's no it's no big thing now when you call somebody and they're at home and you hear like a dog bark, right? You're just like, oh, I get it. You're home. People stopped apologizing for their dogs barking, thankfully, just a few months ago. I don't know. This is <laughs> right. Exactly. They're like, you know, you know what's up. I wonder, I have, my, I have an instinct to think that service response times might actually be better now. Because it'd be an interesting look. Yeah, that would be interesting. I feel like if people are at home and the system's managed by like, you got to pick up, like whoever's going to be able to pick up, pick up and be able to bounce calls around to the person that can pick up right then. I think the person is ready to pick up a call when they pick up the call because they know like I, I need game face as opposed to when you're at work and the monotony. I, I worked in a call center for a year. Right, so I know what it's like to have the monotony of like, right, and the second yep. you hang up, it rings again and rings again. So I almost feel like there might be a, an element of freshness at home. I don't know. We'll find out in years to come. Somebody will do a study on it. But I've been largely happy with the level of service I've been getting on phone calls when I've called vendors and other things. If you think yeah, about it, yeah, I have too. I, I think I think the level of attention is up. I think everybody understands the urgency, especially in the automotive industry. And, and the necessity to be flexible and change really quickly right now. De- mm-hmm. Dealers are demanding more. Vendors are asking more, right? And I think I think that everybody's kind of on high alert uh, because it's necessary. So whatever you're doing today, just answer that call. Have good service, even if you're home, even if you're full. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Black Friday today and its origins. Kyle did some research and he's got some surprises, I think, for me. I told him not to tell me. Uh, so he starts talking about, I'm like, don't tell me, don't tell me. We'll just talk about it on the show. And I also want to like put a bow on the end of the, of uh, the service experience I talked about on Wednesday, um, having my, my Lincoln picked up from Lincoln and, you know, kind of the mishap and the handoff between the OEM app and the dealership. I was completely had a wow moment when the driver picked up my vehicle and it's very hard to impress me as you can probably imagine when it comes to customer experience. Um, I was impressed. Not, I was impressed twice this week. The first one, not surprising, but I the Savannah Bana- the Savannah Bananas box showed up, and just a little the address on the label said Paul Daly dot 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 goes bananas, and I was like, that's cool. That's like a little fun thing that made me feel something. Right? It didn't take them any extra money to do that. Just some intentionality. And when the driver picked up my vehicle, 
before he left, I handed him the key and he looks at me in the eye. He says, I'll take good care of this for you. And he was serious. And I felt amazing in that moment. I was like, Art has my back. His name was Art. Art's got this. And can you imagine if you're a service advisor or service manager or you're in sales, go back and tell them this. You think about how Chick-fil-A says my pleasure and that really sets the tone for the relationship. Imagine that every time there's a customer intake and they hand you the keys, you look at them in the eye, hold the key up next to you and say, I'll take good care of this for you, ma'am, sir, whatever. You think that's wow. changing how they feel in the moment? Okay. Um, as, as you're talking about this, I'm just assessing the whole of automotive right now. It's everything is, we've got to get this new tool. We've got to get this new thing. We've got to change our experience. We've got to, all of these, we've got to pay for this, pay for that, do this branding, all this, all this stuff. And so much of it can solved with simple elevations of human to human interaction. Oh, so much surprise and delight in your day is 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 made happen typically not by technology solutions, but more likely by human interactions. Oh, that quick text. Oh that man, call that you pick up. I mean, think of those elements of your day and where where you kind of get you know. The, 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 the feelings bubbling up in your soul, right? It's, it's not, whoa, that was the easiest uh, handoff from my, from my iPhone to my Mac, yeah. right? No, that Those happens cool. one time. You're like, oh, that's cool. But then it doesn't yeah. matter, right? Then it doesn't matter. I'll take good care of this for you. Change that whole experience. Because, you know, like you said it, actually. I'm remembering you were like, they're going to have to do something extra special now they're going to have to work extra hard to make sh- make up for the fact that they fumbled that one a little bit, right? If you're going to walk away with a great experience and art, <laughs> art, the and he's art's the typical driver, right? He's probably retired, right? He's he's a little bit slow in the movement, right? He doesn't move at my pace, that's for sure. He pulls up in the in the in the neighborhood here where the office is, and he was like, you know, I used to call on P&C over there back in the day. And P&C was a food company. Used to have a big warehouse. He's like, what? You know, I'm probably dating myself. So that's Art. You already understand who Art is. You know you know who he is. Yeah. But for him to look at me and say, I'll take really good care of this for you. I was like, he all of a sudden fixed all the botchedness of all the APIs and the technology handoff and the OEM dealer friction. He just, with one phrase, retired art that's probably, you know, going to sleep through most of today. (laughs) (laughs) So he's just waiting to drop your car off in the afternoon. Right. He's like, I got, he's like list of things to do today. It's like, I have a pickup and a drop off. I did tell him, I was like, you know, when I took the, when I gave him the keys, I was like, there's a chance that depending on how my day goes, I might be able to pick it up. Right. He actually looked a little disappointed. So maybe this is the other thing. <laughs> it's like, but then what am I going to do? Right? right. Yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to tie, tie a bow on the end of that because it's just, that is just case in point for the premise of what we talk about on this podcast. That one phrase and that one little thing, if this gets down into your store somewhere, or if you're a vendor, hopefully if you're a dealer in your service, you try that out and let us know how it goes. I believe that doing that and putting that culture change in place, you could actually by far affect your service department and the service experience much more than a new widget. This is a word track that has human implications. Ooh, word track with human implications. Oh my goodness. Oh, we brought it around. You better trademark that before Tim Cox tries to steal it and trademark it because that's what he does. 
Oh, uh, shout out to Brian Pash and Tim Cox all day. Okay, let, let's talk about Black Friday. Let's talk about Black Friday. So I, I hit the Google machine, and and because you know everyone calls it Black Friday. There's so many things in our life that we just we we get by and we say this is what it is. We just know we know what we associate it with. We associate with long lines, uh, Walmart rushes to the backside and getting the TV. And retail has kind of taken over. As Pretty brutal. Many things, you know. They do retail does with many things and and even automotive dealerships do with many things. But and Paul will be excited to know the origins of Black Friday are not in retail. They're in Philly. <laughs> this is embarrassing. And, and in classic and in classic Philly style. Right. I have a feeling I'm about to be embarrassed <laughs> in classic Philly style. I think this is going to somehow be embarrassing. I'm excited that I'm from Philly. We got a camaraderie. We're together, but most times, I'm, I'm you know, there's there's a, some apologies to be made. But go ahead. Yeah, and I'm citing a history.com article, so uh, maybe we can link that in the show notes if you want to read it. Pretty so credible. Pretty this. credible source. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're credible here. So uh, essentially, in the 1950s, I, I, in Philly, on Saturday was always the Army Navy game, which nowadays gets played in December sometime. Typically, mm-hmm. um, it's a big deal. It's a big deal in the area. Trust me, it's it's a massive deal. But there was just a mass influx of shoppers and tourists into the area. Philly cops wouldn't be able to take off the day after Thanksgiving, which in that in those days was not normal. They would have to take extra long shifts, shoplifters coming in and taking off with merchandise all over the place, hard to enforce law. And the 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 cops, the 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 workers termed this Black Friday uh, because it was such a hard day. And and actually, uh, merchants and boosters tried to change it to Big Friday in, in, <laughs> in order to remove these negative connotations. So we couldn't get to there. But now Black Friday has now a retail positive com- uh, oh connection. Gosh. It's, it's quite an interesting story. I, uh, right, because I always Black thought, Friday. I mean, all right, Black Friday. <laughs> it's hilarious because the rebrand that happened sometime, like somebody was like, you know what? If we rebrand this sucker, we can make this thing. Because I always yeah. thought Black Friday was because, you know, stores sell a lot of stuff, so they're in the black instead of in the red. That It's an actual rebrand that that is stated in this article. It was an intentional rebrand from retail merchants. I, I wonder who rebranded it. Like, did the rebrand happen in Philly? Or was somebody else like, yo, okay, it's something to talk about, but let's spin it a little bit different. Well, a lot bit different. Yeah, right. it wasn't actually until the late '80s that the that the rebrand brand of Black Friday happened, and not until the early '90s that it was nationally accepted. You gotta be kidding me! Yeah. So I was born in '79, so most of the '80s, like I didn't pay much attention to the retail landscape, if you know what I'm saying, right? This yeah, was right. back in the day when I spent most of my time outside. Right. This is when kids just what'd you do? You wake up, you eat breakfast, you go outside, you come home before the street lights come on, right? And you just bang around with your friends and play baseball and play hockey. And like, I just realized I used to play hockey in the eighties. I don't even watch hockey, but either way, <laughs> but that's so, but in the nineties was when black Friday, like I became aware of it. And in my family, right. It's a, it's a real like Philly Jersey story, like Thanksgiving. And then you get ready for black Friday, right? That was the event. And so right. I thought it was just always that way, but you're saying it just started to ramp up like big time in the eighties and nineties. Right. Yeah. 
So yeah, quite, yeah. quite an interesting thing. And, and especially for small businesses, it's a big deal for, for large businesses is a big deal. We've uh, automotive retailers have attempted to capitalize on it. Some better than others. You know, it's, it's really a, a, uh, you know, a small purchase day. Um, it's extended into things like, uh, you know, uh, Monday and Tuesday, well, now, yeah. cyber weeks and all this type of stuff. And it's just become the retailer's dream. Um, and, and so, but capitalizing on it is, is not always easy uh, because not now anymore. it seems like black Friday started three weeks. It ago. did. It did. Like now I know whatever deal came out three weeks ago, it's like, it's not getting any better. Right. Online merchants. It's like, Hey, I think that's why, why people started releasing like dates here, are all the sales, here are the weeks mm. they're going on sale, right? Yeah. So they've kind of done like select items, but like a lot of online retailers, like clothiers and things like that, it's like, hey, 30% off site-wide. It's not going to become 40%, yeah. right? You used to have to wait, but it's gone. I, th I feel like, you know, as a society, we course corrected a little bit because just a, a, a year or two before COVID, we, we started getting even more bonkers, right? It's like now we're open on Thanksgiving, right? Now, yeah. well, first it was like Black Friday starts midnight, on Thanksgiving. And then it was like, and then we were like, PM. forget this. I'm like, why are we even killing ourselves? Let's just start at six. And then it was like noon. Right. And then all of a sudden you're like, are we that consumeristic? Right. It started, we started to see the unhealthy. Was it, was it target that was the first one to push back? And, and they said, I think it was target. this year, this year targets like we're closed on Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's over. It, it it was over. They said it last year. They said, uh, I think it was last year that there was going to be the last, last year. It didn't matter as much because it, it was matter, still yeah. COVID like, People were, it was, everybody was hesitant to go out. But then but retailers lined up and they were like, oh, we better not get caught in the culture change. But, um, but I think it's a good, I think it's a really good thing. You know, as you were, uh, as you were saying that, especially for the automotive uh, uh, side of stuff, we can get caught up in this, like, oh, we have to promote a sale. We have to be in the Black Friday sale. We have to be in the year end sale. Um, you know, the biggest sale ever, the lowest prices ever. Monster truck and, and this. Yeah. Truck I think month. there's a lot of perception in, in the retail industry, even from consumers now that's shifting to, is this really a sale? You know, is this really the, you know, quote unquote, best right. X? I'm whatever just getting it played. Is. It's just a shell game. You're just yeah, moving so the discount are, what, here. You're moving it there. It's the same thing. What are you really doing to set yourself apart during this season of retail excitement and energy over the next like four to five weeks as we near the end of the year, whether, whether you're already, you know, you're in the throes of black Friday. So you're, you've already, you know, done what you're going to do there, but what are you doing for the rest of the year to kind of compete in this realm of everything's a sale. Um, and so, and especially when, you know, prices are rising, you know, gross profits are at an all time high, you know, discounts and things like that are right. not normal in the right. automotive industry. Get away from that. Yeah. How, how can you set yourself apart during this season and, and not just have to offer biggest sale, best prices, all that. Type well, it's a real identity play and we're out of time pretty much. But the, the fact is, the more you have to rely on sale to be your identity, which is a lot of the industry, right? What are we going to talk about this month? Well, this sale. How about this month? Well, we're going to spin it like this. The more you have to do that, it's an indicator that your brand is just not strong. Your whole mm. brand is Oof. based on the back of a discount or a sale. And if you take the sales away, guess what? What do you have left? A lot of times nothing, right? And and so Paul? We can, we can get, <laughs> thought about this once or twice. 
<laughs> right? I've thought about this. I've watched transformations from dealers who have been in that mentality to say, instead, we're going to intentionally build our brand and make it about an experience and making about, you know, a belief system. And the next year they've had no sales. Like we're not even going to have a sale. We're not having Thanksgiving. We're not going to have, cause that's the big thing. What are we going to do for Thanksgiving? What are we going to do for, you know, New Year's? They didn't do any of that. And guess what? They sold a lot more cars for a lot less money in marketing spend. There's something to that. We'll talk about that at another time. But hey, we hope you had an amazing week. We hope you are enjoying time with family. Weekend's coming up. We have a big week next week. Uh, we'll talk about it a little more soon, but we're talking about a live stream and some other stuff. But until then, enjoy yourself. Everywhere I go, the people really want to know who I is and who I be. They stop and stare when they see me. If I said it once, no need to repeat. Run up on me, watch you fall to your knees. Tip my hat.